I'm Ray, a John Maxwell Certified Leadership Coach. Welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership, where we discuss everything pertaining to life, love, and leadership. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership by The Real Leadership Company. I'm Tom Ray, and uh, we have a special treat for you today. Joining with me on the line is Pastor James Friedman. Pastor, will you say hello today? Hello to everyone and Pastor Tom. God bless you, sir, and thank you for having me. I am truly humbled and honored to be in your presence. Uh, thank and, you. And for the invitation to be part of the show. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, the feeling's mutual, let me tell you. Uh, so I like to kick off every show with an attitude of gratitude. And today I'm thankful for the nice weather. Um, I actually went to a, a restaurant just a moment ago and and I got to see this this young lady working behind the register and and she was just lighting up with with joy knowing that outside there was some beautiful weather and we live in Michigan so yes. you know it's cold here and uh, I think I I, <laughs> I think I read that there's going to be a, a snowstorm coming uh, but welcome to Michigan uh, but anyway I'm thankful for the beautiful weather I was able to go out today without a coat on and and so I'm thankful for that uh, Pastor uh, Friedman uh, what do you have today that you're thankful for what's your AOG your attitude and gratitude. You know what, Pastor, I, I would have to say this, and, and my answer is always the same. I am so thankful to God, and I'm so grateful to him for my family. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I mean, from my wife all the way down to our five grandkids, and uh, I'm just grateful that God has blessed me with life. I'm grateful that all my kids and my grandkids are doing well. Uh, I'm grateful I'm grateful to the Lord that I have a just this awesome, beautiful relationship. You know, we're huggers in my family, uh, all of us, uh, mm. which started with my mom. And right. uh, and I look at my grandbabies now, and they are all, believe it or not, Pastor Tom, they are all huggers. Awesome. And I'm, just, I'm just grateful for that family culture passing down to them. They're all loving. And we. I just, I'm just grateful. Oh, I'm just grateful for a loving family. Uh, and that all comes from the family of God. That's that's wonderful. That's great. And hold on to that as long as you can. Yes, sir. And hopefully, hopefully hugs won't go out of season. <laughs> they better not because I'm going to be in trouble if they do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, again, thank you all for joining us today on Life, Love and Leadership. And uh, we please request that you subscribe to this podcast and share it with others. Let them know what you're, this gold you're finding here on this podcast. And today's podcast is going to be very in, informing. It's going to be um, enlightening and uh, hopefully it will get us activated uh, to step out of our comfort zones and to make a difference in this world that we live in. And starting with our own home, with our own hugs, and met, yes, let sir. it ripple from there. So yes, sir. Uh, again, joining with me on the line is Pastor James Friedman. And Pastor, would you please tell everybody, um, you know, a, a little background of who you are and, and what you do? Amen. Pastor Tom, I got to share this with you. First of all, I am so grateful to the Lord because you and I have been knowing each other for a long time. And uh, I remember you, you, you this, this young man here is a wonderful gift him and his wife in praise and worship. And, and just to see what God is doing with you and, you know, your own ministry and this podcast, uh, doing exactly what Jesus told the disciples 
these works and greater works than these shall you do in my name. And you're reaching so many people. Uh, I'm so grateful for you and I'm grateful for your obedience to, uh, this is from my heart, uh, to the Lord by doing that, uh, just a greater ministry, reaching more and more people to Jesus Christ. And especially with shows like this, that for most may be non-traditional from a church standpoint, mm -hmm. but my God from Zion, how, how much it is needed. So God bless you, brother, for being obedient, and God bless you for the vision. And I'm just glad Thank to be you. just one of your thousands of maybe millions of guests <laughs> that you're going to have watched this in your show and listen and be blessed by it. So I'm just beyond humble. But very, very quickly, you. Um, I have to share this with you. My doctor, uh, doing one of my checkups, he said, you're doing so much. What, you, what if you had to let go of one thing? I said, it ain't happening. I said, because everything I do, I absolutely love. And there's not one thing that I would stop willingly doing unless the Lord told me to do. So the last uh, last 34 years of my life, uh, I've been a senior pastor. I've pastored two churches at that particular time. And I was sharing with you uh, the journey that God took me on with one of the churches, as we're going to talk a little bit about today. I've spent 16 years in law enforcement. I started my career in law enforcement officially in January of 2006. Uh, as a police chaplain with East Point Police Department. And uh, I took that opportunity and morphed it and evolved it to now, I run the chaplain unit at East Point PD. I'm also the chaplain at St. Clair Shores Police Department, Roseville Police Department. And in 2014, I started uh, with the New Baltimore Police Department and I was sworn in as their lead chaplain, but also a reserve police officer. Wow. Uh, I've gone through the uh, Reserve Police Academy. Uh, I serve, I work at uh, Macomb Community College. I'm one of the program directors and instructors there for the Police mm -hmm. Academy, the Corrections Academy, and, uh, uh, and, and the Chaplain Academy that I run. I'm also on staff at Kirkland Community College, their Police Academy. Uh, the Lord blessed me four years ago through our Michigan, Chiefs, uh, Michigan Association Chiefs of Police. Uh, where I became a police commissioner for one of the offshoots of that organization, which Michigan Law Enforcement uh, Accreditation Commission. Been blessed to do that. Uh, wow. I, as you know, I have two TV shows. Uh, let's talk about yeah. it with James Freeman. That's why I so enjoy when I get a chance to be interviewed. <laughs> yes. Instead of doing the interviewing. And uh, the other show is uh, Pastor's Perspective. Out of all that stuff, outside of my relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, I've been married for 43 years. I have four wonderful children, five wonderful grandchildren, as I said, and uh, that's probably the greatest blessing from the Lord that he's allowed me to do my role as a dad and my, and my role is, as my grandkids call me, granddad uh, or D-dad. And uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm so blessed, brother. I'm, I'm just blessed of the Lord. Amen. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so oh, good. Oh, and, and, oh Pastor, yeah, yeah. I'll say this. I'll, I'll have somebody get in trouble. I'll have somebody get mad at me. I'm also the president of the 21st Century Chaplains Network. If I don't throw that in, I'll be getting letters and emails. So, and I'm blessed to uh, have such a wonderful network of chaplains uh, who work alongside of us and uh, just trying to make a difference in the world today. 
Mm. Well, you better be making an impact in all those in all those <laughs> ponds you're swimming in, uh, or maybe lakes, if you will. Um, but even uh, that, I'm just bored, right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And uh, you know, but but uh, you know, you're making a difference, and it sounds like you're making an impact. Again, starting in the home and letting that trickle out. And uh, what did you say? Forty three years of ma uh, marriage. Yes, sir. Forty three. Yeah. Years. Congratulations. One woman, one woman has stood up with me for one, three years. One woman, all right. I, I call her saintly. <laughs> I'm putting her up for sainthood. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, Proverbs 31 woman, right? Yes, sir. That's exactly all what right. she is. That's wonderful. Um, I want to be more like you when I grow up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're there, man. You're already there. Uh, well, wow, that's that's quite a list of things that you're involved in and, and making a difference and an impact. Uh, if anybody can see anything out of this so far, they know that you are intentional about making a difference in the lives of others. And it's not to make uh, Pastor James Friedman a uh, household name, but to but to help other people and, and give other people a hand up, a chance at making uh, something out of their lives and, uh, yes, and, and then equipping leaders to go and do likewise. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and I think that that's kind of where we want to go right now is equipping leaders. You would share a little bit behind that. Pastor, Pastor Ray, thank you for, for bringing that up. And before we started the show, I shared with you a verse of where I see what God is doing uh, awesomely through you. And uh, which Jesus told his disciples, these works in great, uh, think of mind, everything that Christ did, right, that we know about. Because at the uh, last uh, chapter of the book of John, St. John, uh, the scripture says, uh, Jesus said many other things that did many other things that was not recorded because the world itself could contain all the books of what Christ had done. So he's telling the disciples, everything you see me say, everything you've heard me say and see me, see me and saw me done, uh, uh, you're going to do greater. And uh, the Lord told me something back in 2006, Pastor Tom, uh, when the door was open for me at the East Point Police Department as, as their first chaplain, God said, I opened up this door for you, not for you to shut it, but to leave it open for others to be able to come in. And that was uh, mm -hmm. such a revelation understanding that a lot of times people feel like, especially Christians, when they are blessed with opportunity, that opportunity is only for them. And that is a mistake. We are the body of Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And the eye is not the most important part or the hand or the foot. Uh, it's all of us working in conjunction together. So one of the things that God has placed on my heart, and Pastor Tom, I'll be honest with you, even before I started pastoring in my secular work, uh, started my career as a restaurant manager, uh, my, I, I began to produce more managers at that company, at that restaurant than any other restaurant. So it got to the point where the uh, uh, the head company started pulling people out of my store <laughs> constantly. Now, I was unofficial. I was not a training store, nor was I a training manager. But I just, I've always believed in giving people opportunity, people that mm -hmm. want to work, people that have a servant leadership heart, people that's excited about what they're doing. I've always been, all my life, I've been like that. So I, I started producing managers, and, and, and my store just came the unofficial training store. And that's just how God has wired me. So I'm a firm believer, as I shared the scripture with you earlier, Jesus told his disciples, the harvest is, let's, I mean, think about this. The harvest is truly great, but the labors are few, right? 
-hmm. You fast forward to the 21st century, we have laborers. We have men and women that's excited. They, 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 they may never go by the term reverend. They may never mm -hmm. go by the term pastor. You know, me and you have those titles, right? You're a mm -hmm. pastor, you're a minister, you're a reverend, you're all those things that mm -hmm. comes into that, right? There are people that would never bear those titles, right? They'll never stand up in a, pul in a pulpit on a, bl a block of crystal wood or stone or granite <laughs> and say, turn your Bibles to Matthew 5 and 10. Right, right. A sermon on it. However, they have ministry in their heart, brother. They have ministry in their soul. They just need direction, support, mm. training, and education, and encouragement on how to take what God, hallelujah, on how to take what <laughs> God has put in them and then exercise. We're wondering, you know, there's things in the scriptures, Matthew 24, Matthew 25, talks about the end times and things that's going to take place, right? But here's the, and this is a frightening scripture, Pastor. Hmm. Jesus said, I need you. I am commanding you. I don't care what's taking place in the world. I'm commanding you to occupy until I return. Right. So we have an army of God-loving, Holy Ghost-filled disciples of Jesus Christ that's ready to go to work. And all we need to do is push them and support them and encourage them and educate them and train them, help them find what their purpose is, which is mm. normally their passion, and mm -hmm. then put them in that place and look at God work through them and with them. So I'm, ded yeah. I'm dedicated to this point, even to the point, and I shared this with you, that for a long time, I pastored two different churches. Mm -hmm. I realized from a pastor's standpoint, plus I'm older now, but I realized <laughs> from a pastor's standpoint, I was basically just duplicating Sunday morning twice. So what mm -hmm. I did, my wife and I, we took uh, uh, the first church God blessed us with and humbled us with to be able to lead, and we totally transferred it. Hallelujah. And I'm grateful. We, told, we still have a traditional service at FPC of East Point, uh, which is in the city of East Point, but we took the first church and we transformed it into, uh, in my opinion, a, a more beneficial and active ministry where every six every month every other month i should say we have we could call it a service or a conference whatever you want to call it but we have it on a specific topic right mm -hmm. uh mental health you'd be surprised well you wouldn't be surprised because you've been doing this for a while but it's amazing how many people are in our houses of worship they're dealing with autism one of my kids is autistic mm. uh, my second my second son is 39 years old severely autistic still stays with me and my wife. And even though we're wow. saved and we love the Lord and we're church leaders and pastors, we deal with the results or the symptoms and the signs of his autism. How many people, but we love the Lord and we got the help and the support system. How many people are coming to the house of God and they're dealing with someone in their family, maybe immediate family or someone that they really care about. And they're, and they're struggling with how to take care of this person. So we, mm -hmm. we have these symposiums or services on autism awareness, mental health, uh, April that's coming up. I'm, I, I'm sorry if I'm jumping the, jumping the gun here, Pastor, but uh, April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that the Lord has blessed me to be able to do is to sit on the Macomb Sexual Assault Response Team through one of my departments, and we call it SART, and to be able to help police departments and bring police departments, SANE nurses, forensic nursing, uh, therapists, advocates, right? 
groups like uh, Turning Point, bring them all together in one room under one network and be able to help individuals that have been victims of sexual assault. Wow. Uh, I sit on the I sit on the board for the Mich uh, Michigan Special Olympics. I sit on the advisory board with the Macomb County Health Department. So all these things that Christians, for the most, especially church leaders, have been absent at the table, we need to be there because these mm -hmm. are the things when people come up on Sunday. You know this, Pastor Tom. When people come up on Sunday and they're asking for prayer, prayer for what? Most of the times, it's prayer for the things that we're dealing with, right? Special yes. needs, sexual assault, stuff like that. Same challenges like that. So I just don't want to pray for people and, and then tell them, go thy way, be healed, even though I know the power of prayer and prayer works. But I want mm -hmm. to be able to pray for someone and then say, here's some, hallelujah, here's some resources for you that's going to change your life and give you the spiritual foundation through prayer, but here's the practical help that you need. So my goal, as you said, where God has me in the lane, my goal is to help men and women who love the Lord, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, got Jesus Christ on their mind. <laughs> so they're like, right? <laughs> Be it bishops, apostles, doctors, pastors, church leaders, right? Leaders of ministry of helps, chaplains, anyone, anyone, and everyone who has a servant heart and servant leadership that has a desire to work, right? Mm. For the Lord in a specific ministry. And one wow. of the mistakes that I think, Pastor, I know you don't make this mistake, I made it at <laughs> one point in my earlier ministry, is that we focused on the four walls, right? And we thought everything was gonna come to us. Mm -hmm. When you look at the example that was set by Jesus Christ, he never had a building. Jesus never had a one location that said Jesus Christ Temple, <laughs> even though he could have, you know. But he, his ministry was out in the hedges and the highways. He went places that the uh, the religious leaders of that time were not going, and he his ministry never exceeded. Think about this: north, west, south, or east. So, from a circumference standpoint, his ministry never exceeded two hundred miles. But look at the impact it had. Mm -hmm. So we want to make an impactful ministry, no matter what area it's in, be it a sexual assault, mental health. Uh, we have a relationship with Care of Southeast Michigan, be it with addiction and recovery, uh, uh, human trafficking, domestic violence, Pastor. You would, because you've been doing this so long. Uh, how many of our men and women are coming to the church, women and men, brothers and sisters of the Lord who love God, but they're coming in in a hostile situation and they mm -hmm. leave the house of God. They come to church and for that hour, two hours or three hours, they're not getting beat or jumped on. There's no violence. But then when they leave, Pastor, they are leaving sanctuary, a safe place, and they have to go back to mm -hmm. that, that violence and aggressiveness and negativity that they just, uh, the cycle just continues to repeat itself. We need to bring those resources and we can help it. But we need men and women like yourself, Pastor, who who's breaking the bonds, getting out of the box, right? Of religiosity. And they're doing exactly what Jesus told us to do uh, through the disciples. We call it the Great Commission. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of members of the body of Christ, let's face it, it's a great old mission. <laughs> he said, <laughs> Go. 
Yeah. First word, go. Be into all the world. That means some dark places. That means sometimes going down uh, the rabbit hole in the story of Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. But that's where we need to be. And that's where those, you know, Jesus told his disciples, the light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehends not. We need to be the light that shines in the darkness and also bring understanding. Sorry for the sermon. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. It's, I guess it's time to take up an offering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. but, but that's what it is. It's, it's getting out of the four walls of the church. Yes. And I think you hit a key point for everybody listening, and that is your purpose, discovering what your purpose is. And, and uh, I talked to a group of uh, business owners today and, and uh, asked them, do they have dreams? Do they have goals? And, and you, again, you hit the, the nail on the head. If you know your purpose, you'll know what you should be doing. And, and typically our dreams are associated or tied to our purpose because yes. they come out of who we are yes. and what we do. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and all of us have been given that purpose so that we can be a part of the body, right? Each of us doing our part, which makes the whole yes. whole. <laughs> yes, sir. And, and, uh, and, and so it's, it's powerful when, when each person is functioning in the giftings and in their purpose that they were called, that they were put on this planet to do. Uh, Dr. Yes, Miles Monroe has got an awesome perspective on purpose and discovering your purpose. Uh, right. But, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Pastor uh, Friedman is here today and he's not blowing smoke up our, up our dresses today. He is. <laughs> he, he has, I got to use that on the TV show one day, brother. There you go. Uh, you know, he, he's the real deal, and, and he's in the trenches making a difference in the lives of others. And uh, we will put uh, as many links and information as, <clears throat> as we can in the description of this podcast so that you can be connected to what he's doing. And perhaps wherever you are in the world, uh, how you can set something like this up in your own communities and, and just be a world changer and start with your sphere of influence and work from there making a difference in the lives of those that you can touch, that you know about, right? And then go from there and reach out to others. Pastor, you mentioned the Sexual Assault Awareness Month coming up here in April. Uh, why don't you uh, unpack that for us a little bit and uh, tell us more information? Yes, sir. Uh, April, every month for a while, there's been a Sexual Assault Response, uh, I'm sorry, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And uh, we have a relationship with uh, Turning Point, uh, which is an organization that just does a beyond awesome job uh, supporting and educating and training and just bringing awareness to sexual assault, but also assisting and helping victims of sexual assault, uh, holding their hands, helping them to navigate the waters, be it from uh, the court system to dealing with law enforcement. I mean, just the whole whole uh, aspect of, of, of that challenge. So in April, there's two things that's taking place here uh, through Turning Point. One is April the 7th, they're having a, an event that's called Take Back the Night. And uh, it's from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It'll be held at the uh, Roseville Recreational Center. 
and they're going to have speakers and trainers just bringing awareness to sexual assault, what it constitutes. Uh, they're going to be talking about, uh, they'll have some survivors of sexual assault. That's there. It's, it's a challenge that has a lot of stigma with it that we need to tear down. There's a lot of victims out there of sexual assault who feel like it was their fault or they won't say anything because they don't want to have that scarlet letter that they mm -hmm. think that's going to be tied to them. And organizations like Turning Point help change that. So this called Take Back Tonight. I really encourage everybody to go to Turning Point's website to find more information on that. April the 23rd, because I, I like to support things, but I also like to be part of the change. So April the 23rd, we're going to have a service uh, dedicated to sexual assault awareness. And we're bringing in speakers from Turning Point, again, the uh, survivors, and we're going to have as much re as many resources there as we can. Uh, but we're going to look at it from a, a Christian perspective, right? Uh, so that how can the church, how can chaplains, how can houses of worship, how can ministry, that don't bear the title of church, but they're very active and yeah. ministries, and how can they uh, be a blessing and a support those victims that might be coming to them or survivors that might be coming to them and where we would pray for them and then try to support them from a spiritual standpoint, but having those resources to support them, not just spiritually, which is equally important, but even practically. So those are two events that we definitely have coming up in April. The event in April uh, 23rd, which is a Saturday from 11 to one is going to be held at uh Banjo Christian Ministries uh, oh, awesome. at, the, at the Catastrophe Hall. So I think you're familiar with that place. A, a little bit. <laughs> I think you're a little <laughs> bit familiar with that. So because for me, Pastor, and I think you know this about me, after all the time we've been together, I'm a we kind of person, not a me kind of person. Mm. And, and, I, and I'm so grateful that you, what you said earlier is, you know, it's not about James Freeman. It's about what can we do to work together bring about change as the Lord Jesus Christ has commanded us to do. Well, I have no problems partnering up with Evangel and IEC, FRC and uh, EACM, other ministries and churches that come together so that we can work to, in the name of Jesus Christ to bring about a positive. A lot of things we have, not just at my church, because then it, it, it starts to look to be self-serving. Every time he yeah. has something that's yeah. there. So I, I have no problem passing it around and saying, hey, we're going to meet over here and do this here, or we're going to do this service there, uh, laser-focused ministry there. So hopefully uh, people will begin to see sexual assault doesn't just happen in April. It's right. all year right. long. Absolutely. The goal is to bring awareness so that we can fight this, this, this issue, deal with this issue effectively all year long. Mm, that's good. Wow. Uh, such good stuff. I mean, this has been like a, a, a drive-by in, in, <laughs> in, in information. I mean, Amen. if anybody's listening and you've heard something that sparked your interest and uh, you've, you felt your heart leap, uh, like I got to be a part of something like this that Pastor James Friedman is a part of, uh, you know, definitely follow up with him, get connected with him and what he's doing to make a difference in his community as well as your community, wherever you might be. Ministry in some cases ain't pretty. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, most people think it is. And that's one of the reasons why I say, A, find what your passion is. That way it's not work, right? Mm-hmm. I love law enforcement, right? So anytime I put my uniform on and I'm out there uh, working with the guys and the gals, like I, I, I pastor two ministries, right? But really I pastor six because I look at my, I look at my departments as part of my flock. And, uh, and it's not work for me. I love everything about it. You know, I love my chaplain network. I, I love everything about it. I love teaching, training, and I, I love to see people grow into leadership and into their own ministries and see them blossom and, and just thrive in their ministries. I, I'm, like a, I'm, I'm like a father watching his baby be born when, when I yeah. see that. You know? So I'm excited about it. However, if you put me in another setting, you know, it may be challenging, but I follow my passion, which was my purpose. Yes, that's sir. right. Well, that's a lot of good information. And um, Pastor, uh, can you tell us those dates again for the sexual assault awareness uh, events that are coming up and, and how to contact you? Yes, sir. Uh, once again, April the 7th, which is a Thursday from 6 to 8 at uh, Roseville Recreational Center is going to be the Take Back the Night uh, program. And if you're a victim, hopefully not, but if you're being victimized or if you're a survivor or you know someone that's a survivor of sexual assault, please come out and be with us. You can go to Turning Point directly on their website, register. I think they can have up 150 people, and I'm trying to get as many people out there as I can. April the 23rd at Evangel, which is in Roseville, right off Utica Road at Catastrophe Hall from 11 o'clock a.m. to 1 o'clock p.m., uh, we'll be having a service definitely targeted to Christians and religious leaders and uh, church leaders, chaplains, anyone such as that, to come out and hear some more about sexual assault as the church, what we can do to help and then pick up some resources. We'll be having prayer, hopefully deliverance uh, during that particular time. Uh, you can reach me at James A. Friedman at hotmail.com. Once again, James A. Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, at hotmail.com. Or you can find me and just inbox me on LinkedIn, same name, James Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. Or you can go to uh, Facebook, and I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, I got three Facebook pages, so you can go to any one of the Facebook pages <laughs> <laughs> and either connect with me or just inbox me about more of this information than I promise. Wow, that's that's been fantastic. Uh, this has just been uh, this episode has been packed full of information that's going to help uh, other people. And and uh, as Pastor James said, you know, if you're a victim, uh, we want to hear from you. And if you're someone that wants to help those who are victims, uh, we certainly want to hear from you and uh, where we can uh, point you in the right direction and make a difference in your life. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, for pastors, we need to rise up and, and link arms. Pastors, I want to speak to you directly just for a moment and, and help you understand that we all work for the same boss. And it's time for the, the body of Christ, the, the pastors, the leaders to come together to link arms to uh, build the kingdom yes. of God. And each of us have our calling and our purpose, and we're going to reach particular people. But together, we yes. can touch 
the world and make a difference. And, and with that being said, uh, the Real Leadership Company will be developing really soon here, uh, the Pastors Mastermind Group, where we can come together and of like-minded pastors and ministers can come together and begin to brainstorm about how we can make a difference in our churches and in our communities. And, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing that one church down the road has got an answer for this problem but then you as a pastor, you have an answer for this problem yes. and being able to change, exchange those ideas. Uh, it just it, it's just going to make the world go around so much better. I mean, why reinvent the wheel when the pastor just down the street has already done it? Yes, sir. So <clears throat> that's what it's all about. And we want to make a difference and an impact. And, and it's time for the leaders. It's a real leadership company is all about is, is raising up and developing leaders and to get us out of that mindset that church people always get stuck in is pastor we've always done it this way you know and the definition of insanity is keep doing the same things expecting different results, results. and we're not going to see different results we have to do something different if we want to see different results and especially in this day and age that we've gone through covid and everything that's going on crazy in the world we have to uh, be the Bible says for us not to be ignorant of the enemy's devices, right? And so we've got to come together and brainstorm, use the wisdom of the the whole to come together and make a difference in our communities and in our world. Uh, Pastor Friedman, is there anything else that you'd like to share in this podcast before we wrap this up? As a time, uh, really the last thing I really have to say uh, really is two things real quick. Uh, you talked about importance. I think one of the biggest mistakes that our houses of worship, congregational side of the church, got into is when we started building castles instead of the kingdoms. Mm. And uh, realizing that just because you have a church in the community doesn't make you a community church. The only way you can transfer to a community church is getting outside and interacting with the community. But I just want to say I'm so grateful to you uh, once again, for the vision that God gave you on real leadership, uh, I think leadership is a training uh, and, and a support that has had been missing uh, to a certain degree. You know, we took leadership. That's why even in our churches, our form of leadership, the world, which is linear, when you got big daddy or big mom at the top, everybody mm -hmm. falls under, and that's not leadership in the kingdom of God, right? We're all on the same page. Close as we can get to it is. Uh, uh, King Arthur, the Knights of the Round, right? Even even God listens to his angels. I think that's so important. Thank God for what you're doing with uh, Real Leadership, and uh, thank God for this podcast. And thank God, I want to be a part of Real Leadership uh, because I, I'm a firm believer that we have a vacuum leadership missing, real leadership missing in our society. And I really believe men like you uh, God is going to use to help bridge that gap and bring that foundation and understanding of real leadership in our society. Mm, thank you. Thank you, Pastor. That's uh, very encouraging to hear. And, uh, you know, again, we're, we're talking about the body of Christ. And, and I, I share this when I'm coaching, like, uh, the worship leader, for instance. And I say, listen, you know, when you when you go to a birthday party, right, when you go to a birthday party, someone's saying, okay, we're going to sing happy birthday. Then you come over here, okay, we're going to cut the cake. Over, over here, we're going to open presents, right? So someone is in that leadership role, yes. 
taking us from place to place. So there's not going to be chaos and cake cutting over here and presents unwrapping over here, right? So someone is a leader. And, and so as the leader, that is our part and our role in the body, right? Does it make us better? No, it doesn't. Now it makes us more visible. We might be more seen, but it's not the best thing either. That's not because uh, the, to coin a phrase from Spider-Man movie, right? It says, "With great power comes great responsibility." Great responsibility. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh, there's something to do with that. There's a weight that comes with that. But yes. uh, being in where God has placed us, He gives us the grace to walk in that. Yes. And and so um, apparently He's graced you quite a bit, Pastor. Uh, to walk in the calling that you've been called to. And, and uh, thank you. I don't know if people have told you that, but thank you for making a difference. Thank you for serving. Thank you for being out on the front lines, uh, making a difference and an impact in the lives of other people. And, uh, you know, I, I've been blessed to to even watch you from the sidelines and and to see what God is doing in and through you. And I'm glad just to link arms with you and and walk this journey with you. And uh, uh, so, wow, that's been good. Um, again, if, if you want to contact uh, Pastor James Friedman, you can contact him at jamesafriedman at hotmail.com. That's James A. Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N at hotmail.com. And then you can check him out on Facebook and LinkedIn at James Friedman. Uh, check them out on both of those platforms. And uh, and then you can contact me if you have any questions about this podcast uh, at Tom at realleadershipcompany.com or, of course, our website at realleadershipcompany.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. We want to know what your comments are, uh, suggestions, and uh, how we can continue making an impact in your life. And uh, I, I think that that's going to wrap it up for this show. <laughs> right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for being a part of this, uh, Pastor. And and um, I'm I'm hoping that there will be much fruit that comes from this uh, to uh, raise awareness in in people and ministries and pastors and ministers around us. And uh, and thank you all for participating and, and listening to and watching uh, this edition of life, love, and leadership. God bless. Bless you.